Hey there, it's Jeff from Modern Combat and Survival. Welcome to podcast episode number 203. Now this week I have a really quick collection of five super simple, cool, and effective handgun hacks that you can put to use right away. Plus, I want to buy you and your family a full pizza dinner. <laughs> all the details are coming right up at the end of this week's show, and don't worry about taking notes because we've done all the heavy lifting for you with this week's show notes, including a handy-dandy one-page cheat sheet that you can use as a reference guide to put these hacks to good use. All you have to do is go to www.mcsmagazine.com slash 203 and download it all for free. And now, let's get hacking. Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Hey there, welcome everyone. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine and executive director of the New World Patriot Alliance with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. And I'm on location this week. I am actually up visiting my family up in Illinois. So I'm actually doing this podcast on my phone. So no hate mail if the sound really sucks on this right now, but I wanted to get something out this week. I did not want to skip a week. And uh, and actually, this one's going to be a really quick podcast. And also, I have a little special gift for you at the end of the podcast. But um, but anyway, I've just, over the years, uh, just talking with other firearms guys out there, trainers, and just people like, like you, like our listeners, on different little hacks that people use for making their firearm a little bit better prepared for a gunfight. Um, I thought I would, what I'd do is take the top five that I've collected over the years and put them together for you in this little kind of short rundown of five simple hacks that you can use right away to apply to your handgun to be able to make it better, uh, better suited for, for fighting, right? Now, some of these might seem a little bit strange to you. Actually, probably most of them are going to sound a little bit strange to you. But I can promise you that um, at least one, probably multiples of these, you're going to want to put to use right away. And you are going to see an immediate difference. All right. So I've got like a top five list here for you. Actually, actually not in any any sort of order here. But let's just go ahead and get started. All right. Okay. So hack number one has to do with the grip on your firearm. And as you know, Getting a good grip is really critical in being able to use your firearm for accuracy, but also, especially in something like a real gunfight where you might have grime on your hand, you might have, you might be coming off the ground, it might be dirty, you might have sweat, there might even be blood. Getting a good grip is going to be even harder on your firearm. So, the hack that we're going to talk about is using skateboard tape and applying it to the grips on your firearm. In fact, you can apply it to different areas on your firearm. For example, uh, well, first of all, why would you use skateboard tape? Now, skateboard tape ha has is really, really sticky. It's meant to stick on a skateboard that kids are normally standing on. They are doing tricks with them. They're out in the heat. It's out in the rain. It's out in the snow. It's, you know, so it's used to being out in the elements. They make this tape so that it's going to stay on the skateboard really, really well. So it also makes it stay on the the your firearm really well as well so all you need to do is really just cut out just buy some skateboard tape you can get it right off, off right off of amazon super cheap and just cut out little panels for where you want to put it on your gun so i have put it on my grip i started this with my 380 that i keep my, my pocket pistol um it's kind of got a you know it's a small frame pistol i want to get a really good grip on it i've got kind of medium-sized hands. So I put it originally on my uh, on the 
the grip of the handgun itself on both the left and right side. And you really do get us a really good grip. It's like sandpaper on it. So your hand doesn't slip as much on it. You can also apply this to the slide on a firearm to be able to get a better grip. If you go to grip that slide and, and go ahead and rack it to be able to chamber another round or do a, 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 a reload, then the, the tape is going to give you a better grip, especially if you have a problem with being able to uh, maybe you don't have as much grip strength or getting, again, if your hands are, are sweaty or have blood on it or grime or anything like that, it's going to be harder to get a grip on the slide. Maybe you may have to grip it really much harder, but with that skateboard tape on there, you actually can grip it quite easy and it's, and you actually get a better grip on it to be able to rack that slide even better. Okay. So go ahead and uh, give that one a try. I think you're all going to really like that a lot. All right. Hack number two comes from uh, my friend Nate Seabrook and you if you listen to podcast episode number 125 uh, this thing really changed the way that I look at my handgun for for uh, fighting back and uh, this thing works really really well and it was taught to him by a Delta uh, operator and it's to black out the rear sight of your handgun so most people are trying to train to line up your front sight and your rear sight on the target and as we talk about all the time most fights the vast majority of gunfights happen within nine feet or less where you are really not going to be have all that time to be able to line up all of your sights on the target shift your focus in between the target and the front sight or you know it's it's not going to happen when you're that close your both eyes are going to be open if you're able to see the front sight that's going to be great um but when that rear sight is there, it actually makes it a little bit harder to focus because your eyes are seeing two sets of sights and the target. The less you can, you have to be able to focus your and adjust your eyes on, the better you're going to be able to use those sights to begin with. All right. So we talk about you're probably not going to use your sights at all, especially that close, but even at a, a smaller, a, a little bit further distance than that, blacking out your rear sight, all you're going to see is that front sight. And it's going to be, it's going to allow you to acquire your target much, much faster. I was surprised. I was shocked actually at how much better this works. You're definitely going to want to check out episode number 125 for the full blowout of that tip. All right. Okay. Hack number three is really cool. And basically, um, the other part of being able to get, be able to acquire the target using your front sight there is that that front sight really needs to stand out, especially if you've got an attacker that's charging at you or that's a real threat. You want that sight to be right in your vision when you bring the firearm up, all right? And we talk about with, with keeping both eyes open, focusing on the target, not your front sight, but that does make it harder for you to really see the front sight if it's the standard white front sight that you're using that that normally comes with a firearm now i use an ameriglow front sight so it does have uh tritium in it it's it is a it is a night sight but it also has a bright orange ring around it so even in daylight my eyes grab onto that front sight really really easily so i can still see i can focus in on my target but that sight is right there in my vision i don't have to go and look for it like i i normally would with a white dot front sight. So if you, uh, if you want to get an Ameriglow front sight or some other type of a, a highly visible front sight, I highly recommend you do that. But the hack for this is just to use an automotive paint 
that's either bright green or bright orange. Now, I went ahead and got both of these. There's a British Racing Green that works really well and also a hot orange. Now, the hot orange one that I got that I like the most very, very, uh, it really does simulate kind of my Amerigo. It doesn't, it doesn't glow in the dark, but it works really well. And it has a, a clear finish that you can put over it as well. So the paint will stay on there for a long period of time. So these come in a paint pen that you would normally use for detailing for fine work on, uh, it's meant to be like a, for an automotive, uh, detail paint that you would use for just filling in little you know, chips and things like that. So you're, what you're looking for is hot orange. You can get this right off of Amazon as well. It comes in like a pen. So you can put that on there and just get a dot just right on that front sight post. And then use, after that dries, use the clear finish to go over it to be able to protect it a little bit better. All right. So that was hack number three. Hack number four also comes from a buddy of mine, Ox who also got this tip from a Navy SEAL, and it's called the GIP. And I'm sure all of you have heard this saying of aim small, miss small. And essentially, that means that if you are, you know, you use a really small uh, sight post or anything like that, then you are going to, the, like, the smaller you, you focus in on, the better chance you have of hitting your target. In fact, I like to use the term aim small, hit small, rather than aim small, miss small. I would much rather hit a small area of my target than miss a small area of my target, right? So uh, so the GIP is essentially taking, let's go back to the front sight, and all you're doing now is you are taking another type of a, uh, basically almost taking a pin and some paint and putting a little micro dot right at the very tip of the front sight post. So even if you are using a, like my Ameriglow, what I did was I just took a small little uh, a pen of paint and again, put this tiny little thing that I can still see. So if I need to take a long distance shot, especially the smaller that you are using of a, of a, of a sight system, then the more accurate you're going to be because it forces you to really really zero in, really zone, uh, zero in on your target with that micro site there. Okay. So it's called the GIP is the, is the tag word that's been given to it. And this is something you can do right on, no matter what front site you're using, just put this tiny little bit above it. And, um, and it works really, really well. Now there is a, you can get your, your front site modified. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman, if you listen to episode number 112, uh, he does some, actually, I think it's his, it's either his son or his son-in-law, uh, but the two of them do modifications for firearms. And one of them that they do is that micro site, kind of like that GIP. That's a little, it's much more formal. It's a, it's a much better version of it. It's a more, you know, it's a better version of it. So you can have that shipped off and Colonel Dave will go ahead and do that for you. And speaking of, of Dave, tip or hack number five actually goes back to that same episode number 112. And one of the things I thought that, uh, that Dave did really, I thought it was really cool was he has this little shelf. It's a, it's a, like a trigger finger shelf. Now, you know that if you are, you only put your finger on the trigger when you're ready to shoot the firearm, right? So if you are in your, in your home and you're clearing your home, you're, for some reason you have to clear your home. You don't just go straight to your safe room and like a home invasion. But if you have to clear your home for some reason, you want to have your finger off the trigger. And just resting along, just above the trigger guard there on the, right underneath the slide so that it's, you don't have that reactionary squeeze for, for some reason, like somebody shot, you know, even if it's a family member, they come out, they were hiding somewhere, they come out and you instinctively 
squeeze the, you know, your hand on the, if your finger was on the trigger, you're, you might have that reflexive squeeze and all of a sudden you just shot a family member, right? So that's why you always want to be safe. Keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to fire it. Now, with uh, what Dave does is they they put this little shelf. It literally is like a little shelf on just underneath the slide on your trigger finger side, so your finger rests on there. And what this does is it allows you to give your finger a um, a resting place that's the same place every single time. And what that does is it allows you to one be safer does it it keeps you from maybe your fingers slipping down and, and getting down on a on the trigger but what it does mostly is it allows you to engage your target faster because you build in the muscle memory of that optimum place for your trigger finger to be so that it just comes straight down right to the perfect place on the trigger for you to be able to pull as soon as you uh, acquire your target to be able to engage it all right so it's a muscle memory thing and it's not the same for every firearm. So one of the, the, the hack way to do this is to take just a little finishing nail and go ahead and snip off the head of a finishing nail and then super glue that to the perfect place on your weapon where you would want your finger to be so that it just comes straight down right into the trigger guard, uh, right onto the trigger itself in the optimum place. Now, again, this is not the same for every place on your firearm. So, for example, my Glock 26, um, I put this on there because I plan on sending mine off to uh, to Colonel Dave. I just, I'm just a procrastinator, too, and I just haven't done it yet. But in the meantime, this little uh, nail head that's on there, if it's if it's right at the end of where my tip of my finger would be on, my, on the slide of my Glock 26, then it's actually, if my finger comes straight down, it actually ends up on the front of the trigger guard of my Glock. Now, again, not all trigger guards are the same for all firearms, right? So what I did was I placed this exactly where I want my fingertip to be touching that, um, that, the head of that nail. And that way, when it comes straight, when it comes down, I miss the, the trigger guard entirely. It comes straight down to the trigger. It's in the perfect position every single time. All right. All right. So those are my top five handgun hacks for you to use right away. Now, I want to know, do you have any cool handgun hacks? You see, in our next issue of MCS Magazine, what we're going to do is we're going to be featuring some more cool, quick gun hacks like these. So if you have a great low cost tip that you'd like to share, make sure that you go and leave a comment on the blog for this week's episode over at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Uh, go look for this episode, number 203. And if we end up using your tip in our next issue, we'll not only send you a special thank you gift in the mail, but I am personally going to buy you and your family a pizza dinner. <laughs> All right. So go and make sure that you leave your tip there in the blog right away. Go get them in now because all submissions are only needed for you this week. It has to be in by this Sunday. So go do it now. And until our next Modern Combat and Survival broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. 
This has been Modern Combat and Survival.